Welcome to Nine Bob Note with Paul Isles Rush and Ken Moss. Hello, everybody. This is Nine Bob Note, and I'm Paul Isles Rush. And I'm Ken Moss. I don't know why I started doing it like that. <laughs> it's really fast. Let's get through this. <laughs> I can slow it down in post. Don't worry. What are we discussing this week? Bad dates. Oh, my God. <laughs> Welcome to a feature-length episode of NBN. I thought this would be a bit... <laughs> this was uh, inspired, and although it's, it's not really a very funny story, but I, I thought, well, I wonder if uh, I wonder if Ken's been on any days, wasn't this? So this is a, a story from, from Pink News, the headline, Alleged Cannibal Murdered an Eight-Man He Met on Hookup App. Wow, the rules on Tinder have really changed. <laughs> Yeah, so this this guy, and obviously it's it's not funny because someone did get murdered and didn't cannibalise. But we um, can laugh about it. We, now. Yeah, yeah, it's what he would have wanted. <laughs> Where uh, the hell was this? I, is it, is I, this in England or in Germany or I, somewhere? Or in... I am guessing America or Germany. I don't know why all cannibals are supposedly. Ger- and there was somebody years and years ago. I think he got. In fact, I think it was a real thing because they made an IT crowd episode sending it up. But some German guy put an advert in a paper somewhere saying, "You know, I'm after somebody to to come round <laughs> to kill and eat voluntarily." And somebody did respond and got eaten. <laughs> I, I can't remember whether they bottled out and that was the uh, sort of the the thrust of of the parody. Or whether they did actually go through with it. But either way, this guy, he did get sent down for it or something, <laughs> even though it was consensual cannibalism. Mm. It's a grey area. <laughs> yeah, somewhat untested. Yeah. Uh, but yes, this um, bad day is God. Oh, I mean, is this just going to be a rambling anecdote? <laughs> Let's just go. Yeah, I mean, I, I was thinking that if you're going to start thinking about bad dates, then being murdered is probably one of the uh, one of the worst things that can happen to you. It's an extreme. Uh, I can't say that anyone's ever threatened me with death on a date. I mean, I've had a couple go quite badly over the years. Um, <laughs> the, the one that always leaps to mind is uh, this uh, a girl I'd got chatting to um, on a, an online dating site several years ago now, but um, perfectly polite, you know, nice conversation, funny, pictures look very pretty. What actually turned up was Jocelyn Wildenstein. There'd been a bit of work done in the intervening <laughs> years and it was a plastic surgery nightmare. That was a, a bullet I was happy to dodge. Did you actually go through with the date or did you just turn around as soon as <laughs> Well, fortunately, it, we were due to go for a date on the Saturday and she was passing by on the Friday and said, I should have pop in for a coffee. I'm bloody glad she did. Uh, and so it was a... Even though it was actually in my house, uh, I, I could get rid of it and uh, never had to be seen in public at all. <laughs> but on the flip side of that coin, um, I, I did feel quite sorry for her that her self-esteem was so low that she'd had to mangle her entire form. I mean, this was not just the odd bit of nip and tuck and Botox. This was implants everywhere. Right. Um, horribly applied fake tan extensions, lashes, breasts, cheeks both upper <laughs> yeah. and lower cheeks Wherever have been cheeks augmented. So, yeah, a bad example because there were, there were clearly self-esteem problems there. But what about yourself? Come on. There must have been some many years pre-steward. Yeah, well, yeah, yes. There, well, there, there have been a, a couple of... I think probably the weirdest one would be this guy who 
I met on a night out in Preston and then we we agreed to go out again. Mm. But obviously at the time I met him, I was, well, we were both really drunk. Uh, and so I couldn't remember what he looked like or anything about him. So then when we met up the next time, he did, you know, he wasn't my type mm. looks wise, but you know, I'm not, there wasn't, I probably wasn't his type either, but he was just so boring. Yeah. <laughs> and like we went out and then you know at the end of it it was just like okay yeah stay in touch and obviously i, I then did, didn't being the nice guy that i was i just got stopped replying to his messages you ghosted someone ghosted oh god you're the I, worst I kind of scum uh, but then he because he knew the kind of places where we would go out when we went out he would he would just turn up when, when I, on, you know, when we're on nights out, and this sounds like, like uh, the queer of folk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he was. He was. He would be texting me and saying, "You didn't tell me you were coming to this pub." And I'm like, "Well, no, <laughs> no, I didn't." Uh, but how lovely to see you. Yeah, and he just, it just got a bit, I got a bit weird. And then a, a, a few weeks down the line, I then I was sort of dating somebody else, which again didn't go very well, but. He put like a comment on Facebook and tagged me in it saying, oh, you would have been having so much more fun if you were on a date with me instead of that loser. Very, very weird. Weird Men are weird. <laughs> oh, uh, we've all had unflushable dates. Um, I have had the, the hideous misfortune to find myself online dating on and off over the past few years. And it's an odd world. I will, I will say that much. The one thing that I've found more than anything else is that um, if you go on a date with someone and they're not for you, the reactions can be quite extreme <laughs> when you let them down. I, I've had somebody screaming down the phone at me furiously that I, I you know, I, I led her on. This is with no <clears throat> inappropriate uh, behavior. I, I hasten to add, but you know, that I, I've led her on and, and led her to believe that there was going to be in it. Well, no, it's just, sorry, it wasn't there for me. I've had it, I've had people turn around to me after a day. The date has seemingly gone well. Can I see you again? Yes. And then a day or two down the line, maybe not. And they've texted and, and that's been the end of that. Screaming and shouting at somebody <laughs> and, and being unnecessarily persistent when they're clearly not interested is not going to do you any favours, guys and girls. Y yeah. So you don't, you in that situation, you don't scream and shout at them? <laughs> well, uh, currently I don't date. I, I just think it, it's far, far too much hard work. The um, It has become a scary place going dating, to be honest, because the people, are they react very, very... I've found it's harder work in my early 40s than it was in my 20s. Mm. Whether people are just human wreckage washed up on the shore of life now and they've, they've, uh, they're all second time around they've, they've all been damaged and battle scarred i don't know but certainly from the the women that i've been on dates with uh some of them have, have been they've had some cowboys in wiring the uh the electrics in the intervening 20 years now what what's going on no means no but that does it does uh the the, the door swings in both directions when men say it too I, I once went on one date with a guy when, when I used to work in a pub in Manchester and I went on one date with him and he then kept turning up at the pub. I've come, I've come to see you. Very, very nice guy. But then he went uh, after, after two weeks 
of knowing him. He went on a, a business trip to London and he came back and he came into the pub and said, I've, bought, I've got you a present. And he bought me this bracelet, like a solid silver bracelet. But, you know, like solid, yeah. <laughs> you know, it weighed about a ton. It was absolutely huge. And and he was like, I, I bought you this. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, that is not anything that I would ever ever wear but then I, I thought it obviously must have cost him I mean I don't know how much it cost him but you know he'd, he'd spent some money on it and and it was like well I don't know <laughs> I don't know what to do <laughs> I don't know actually I, I think I think I did sort of ha- sort of say look this you know this isn't happening and I, I gave him his bracelet back but it was just like you know like really awkward <sighs> fortunately it wasn't something nice so I didn't want to keep it <laughs> <laughs> with certain people it is a bit like kicking a puppy um i've been on on plenty of dates with people they're perfectly nice people but if you're not suited you're not suited it's pointless for both of you carrying it on if this is nice and it passes the time but if there's no fireworks there or you you know in your heart it's not going to go somewhere leading someone on is far more cruel than just saying look it's jolly good fun but uh unfortunately you know i think we should call it a day here yeah and um the the advice that i would give to you boys and girls is when somebody says that take the hint <laughs> yeah i think i mean we're both quite glad although we've been on some some dates that haven't gone quite according to plan but none of us have been murdered so far not that you remember no uh, there have been maybe my bits gouged out of my pride <laughs> here and there but um <laughs> No, there's there's lots of, it is a minefield now. Uh, once you've picked through those that um, they've got, you know, a few different kids by a few different dads or, you know, my, my kids are my world. Of course your kids are your world, but, or there's, they've just got a million pets, no job, don't drive, don't drink, uh, you know, the odd drug habit. <laughs> I'm a vegan. I'm, oh, good grief. Just, just, I, just want, I just want to date somebody that uh, isn't bringing a load of, Issues to the table, and everybody now seems to have a huge cartload of issues that they wear. That is their personality. It's mm. it's stopped being vegan. Is not a um, that, well. My experience of, of vegans has not been. This is a a choice. This is my dietary preference. I am a vegan. It is sort of proclaimed as if that, <laughs> that's my race. <laughs> yeah. <you> <laughs> yeah, just uh, for everyone, all the singletons out there. Vegan is not a personality trait. <laughs> yeah, th- there's a reason why some of you are single. Um, so yeah, not not to to pour scorn on people, but oh, but bad days. That this should be outlawed. It's the most awkward situation I think you can be in, where you get chatting to someone, or like yourself, you arrange a date with somebody drunk and it's we've all done it and then uh the second the second meeting is it's not quite how i remember this or uh yeah the cold light of day mm. so it's sort of exempt from the feather or not scale <laughs> bad days you can't remember. yeah maybe we could uh we could skip the feather bowers. yeah we, good, good dates get lots of feather bowers. bad dates not so much Yes, I think one that I would like to cast into the... Oh, bollocks. I think I blocked her. Um, <laughs> yes, regrettably, it'd be down to you. So if we're not going to get the feather boas out, what have you got for us? Well, I, I think it's time to launch yet another new segment, Ken. Uh, this one is where we, we look at the um, the people who shouldn't be allowed on social media 
in uh, what what you like to call <laughs> Twitter twatter. Well, who's going to be our first victim? Well, this is this is a, a, a guy called Doctor Andrew Gatley. I doubt very much that that doctor is a, anything anything official. This is in response to um, I don't know if again starting from a very serious story and making light of it, but the the guy in um, Portsmouth the other week who stabbed oh the stabbing guy yes, yes. yes the the incel oh now I did look this up. What does incel mean? In, involuntary celibate. You mean you're not getting any sex? Yeah, yeah. losers as well. <laughs> but, oh, um, I mean, cutting across that, the guy, not a mirror or a comb in his house, clearly. No, no. and yeah, but but obviously it's the women who are to blame. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, um, for not wanting to date him. But then, so in, in response to this, uh, this story, this Dr. Andrew Gatley um, has put, feminism has led to young boys feeling unwanted. An easy solution would be to ensure that no man between 18 and 15 is single. Make sure that wi- that women available are given to these men. <laughs> are you that, taking the piss? That's it- his solution to uh, young boys feeling unwanted, because obviously the feminism is what led to this guy being unwanted, which led him to stabbing a number of people or shooting a number of people. So, yes, thank you, Dr. Andrew Gatley. You're our first Twitter twatter, and I think you'll agree rightly earned the title it's difficult to know what to say um are you completely insane you, you give them to the boys feed them what on earth they're not involuntary celibate i mean this i remember seeing a picture of this guy whose name i cannot remember the no. but yet yeah, incel i remember somebody compared it to um excel oh in- <laughs> You know, neither of them are having their boxes filled. <laughs> but there's involuntarily celibate, and then there's just a gross lack of personal grooming that uh, probably puts people off. Mm. Note to all of you out there, um, not shaving and wearing a black T-shirt is not slimming, or, or uh, <laughs> nobody's fooled by this. Going out stabbing somebody because you can't get a shag. It, it's, a, it's a touch. In fact, it wasn't. Didn't he blow away his family or something? It gone, was guns. Wasn't yeah. It? Where are these people getting these weapons in England? It's not like... It, they'd given him a gun license for the, for the local shooting range or something. Mm. I mean, this is fairly tightly controlled. So where had he got this magnum or whatever the hell he went and blew away his own parents with? And then a couple of randomers in the streets said, now just a minute here. And just, poof, poof, yeah. You, you can die too. And then, I, I, well, I'm, I'm not being the only one left out again. I'll kill myself. <laughs> These people have just got screws loose. Giving the, the Dr. Garfield or whatever your damn name is. You, yeah, we've got a surplus of spare women, haven't we? 15 years old? Yeah, just give it, give them to the... Um, it's an easy solution, as he says. Thank you, Dr. Andrew. Twitter is just like a <laughs> poultice for drawing out bad people. Who, who sh- where, where are you people hiding? Anyway, bollocks to this. What's our last segment tonight? Have we got a screening queens? There's 51st Dates. Yeah, I've never seen it. Uh, yeah, 51st Dates is a film from 2004 starring Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler. And uh, the pricey is Henry, a vet, falls in love with Lucy, who suffers from short-term memory loss. Lucy can never remember meeting him. So Henry has to romance her afresh each day and pray that she too loves him. 
It sounds like a shit premise. It's actually quite, it's quite a good film. I can recommend that one, even though in real life that would probably get incredibly irritating if it was like Groundhog Day on every date. <laughs> uh, but yes, that's my very brief suggestion this time. God loves a trier. Oh, yes. Excellent. Um, I'll go and warm up the VHS and we'll, and we'll, uh, we'll be back next week with more Nine Bob Note. Goodbye, Bob children. Bob. Take care. Nine Bob Note featured Paul Isles Rush and Ken Moss. Title music was by Mark Scheiman, and the programme was produced by Maverick Productions. For more information, please visit maverickproductionsuk.blogspot.com or find us on social media.